Hi everyone, and welcome to the Musical Café. In this podcast, I will interview six artists from different sides of the musical theatre industry. They'll share with us their stories and what they've learned during the past year. Join me every Sunday for a new episode. Hi, and welcome. Today we have Danielle. And how are you today? Tell me, how are you? I'm good, Mari. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for asking. It was a um, good Sunday. The sun is shining. The sun is shining, yeah. Uh, I'm really glad uh, to have this moment with you, that you're going to speak, discuss, and dive into this craziness that we want to. <laughs> so you want to you wanna maybe give us a little intro about yourself, maybe what, what were you doing just before lockdown, what's kind of your journey, just uh, briefly. All right, my name is Daniel Monteiro, I'm originally from Brazil, and before the first um, lockdown, I was in the cast of Disney's The Lion King in the West End as dancer on the study ed, fight captain of the company as well. And yeah, I think suddenly we all had that the news and the crazy, we are going to shut the theater, we are going to suspend the show, and we don't know when we are going to be back. Hopefully soon, the first expectation was three or four weeks. <laughs> That was March 2020. And here we are, March 2021, <laughs> basically, yeah. One year after the, um, the day. Yeah, I started uh, my journey in The Lion King uh, in 2012. I did the show first in Brazil, then I got um, an opportunity for the UK tour as Swing and the study Simba. Then UK tour, Switzerland tour. Then afterwards, I signed a contract for the London production in 2016. And I'm the co in the company since 2016, basically. That's great. Yeah. Um, so what do you, what were your main challenges that you think that you found as we started lockdown? The challenging part is to keep active, to keep um, dancing and working out and putting your mind in a good place with prayers, meditation, a moment for yourself, calling to a friend that you can open your heart and get things out of your chest. I think um, the challenge is just keeping the positivity. I think after a sudden shock, as it happened for all of us, we need to actually rethink and readdress many issues that we, in, or, in order to achieve a positive result, right? So I think the challenge of watching videos on YouTube to inspire me to dance, you know, watch um i think what we are doing now will help people so that in the same way that helped me before so i was watching to interviews and checking how how it's going on with like uh broadway are they taking online classes are they just chilling and giving time to for example when we are on eight eight times a week like working from Tuesday to Sunday, 
suddenly you were like, okay, now my life changed. Everything is different. I am, I cannot leave my house. There's no theater with 2000 people and enjoying number after number and like clapping hands and feeling the, feeling the love, the happiness, everything that you try to give on stage. And yeah, it's a big shock, but I, I managed well, respecting, I think listening to your body and listening to your intuition, still nourishing your dreams, how it was for you? Well, for me, I, uh, for me in the, um, in the first lockdown, until September, I was living in a very small space. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't do anything there other than yoga and ballet bar. Wow. I couldn't jump. I couldn't do... I just couldn't move. I couldn't have my leg out. I couldn't just do my leg like that. I, uh, there was no space. So for me, I was very busy just before. And I was doing many things. And for the first month, I was just... Great, amazing. I, I have this time to chill. I can rest that I needed to rest. Mm -hmm. And then after slowly, I, I had to push my creativity somewhere. Mm -hmm. I started cooking a lot and making loads of dishes, spending loads of time cooking because it's something that I really like. Awesome. It pushes my creativity. That's like one of the points that I was trying to exemplify in a certain way. It's like you listening to your body, like how important it was for you to give time to yourself as well, instead of saying, I need to keep my professional routine because my career is serious and I need to achieve this certain level. You listen to yourself and you said, okay, I'm going to cook. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend some time doing something different. And that is also um, nourishing my soul. And I think that's the beauty. I know it was difficult to adapt to the situation, mm -hmm. but how did Crazy. you... Crazy. <laughs> I'm still in the process of adaptation. How, so how are you doing I it? Do. How are you you know, still focusing on your art and your craft, but in this, you know, circumstances. Long story short, I started my, my career in musicals like early. So when I was 18, I got my first big show in Brazil. And the career is pretty much the same since then, because you get another job and you are in another contract of eight times a week or seven times a week which is more like brazilian reality six to seven times a week but then it's still exhausting still that life of living more in the theater than in your own house and this moment now after year after year contract after contract i am finally resting from so many years of work, 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 jump, 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 jump. So I am keeping up with the Kardashians. No, I am keeping up with my ballet classes, stretching. I'm now included more Pilates in my routine, especially for, for healing and looking after like 
giving some caress to my knees, to my hips flexor and things like that. I'm now slowly incorporating mindfulness as well in my routine, just to have 10 minutes, uh, 15 minutes of my day focused in my breathing, focused in cleaning my mind a little bit, learning how to manage my thoughts. I think um, we all can have like something that sometimes disturbs us, especially in this time, either um, anxiety or when you're feeling down, depressed, mental, mental things that we need to look after in the same way that we look after our bodies. Okay, I don't have six pack. You work hard to have the fucking six pack. So hard to achieve. And those who work out every day still struggle. So I am now understanding that I do have to, to look after my mind in the same way in order to don't let my mind fly to negativity, to things that I don't want. So mindfulness is also on my schedule now, uh, the daily schedule, <laughs> the quarantine daily schedule <laughs> performance. <laughs> and yeah, and listening to my body the day that I want to have a very healthy meal, I'm gonna go for it with like all my heart. And the day that I wanna have a fucking fat burger, I am gonna do it as well. Go for it. <laughs> but everything with balance. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And do you think there has been a turning point in this past year, let's say, at some point, did your mindset change? No, I think um, I've always um, liked some sort of mind exercises, mm -hmm. like mindfulness is a mind exercise, yeah. and the meditation, the, the prayer, all of this, I always been very mm -hmm. fond to, to this, these things. And I think lockdown brought me a little bit more of awareness and clarity that I should and I mean, that I could give, and I am giving more attention to, to it. But it would happen very naturally. I didn't feel it was not like, oh my God, I had a mental breakdown and I was completely crazy and I wanted like, and then that popped in. But I think it was me, thank God or thank pandemic, whatever, brought me in a sense of awareness where I was much more, okay, now I'm, I'm seeing things clearer. Yeah, you take a step back from, from this thing that you've been, your career, your job, what you do, your life, let's say, and you take a step back and you have to look at it yeah. and you're like, oh, maybe I could be doing more of this more of that readjust the you can like see it from the outside instead of being so focused on just doing it again and again and again and again for sure no so, yeah and yeah. but it was nothing like specific but naturally and i'm really glad it's now part of my life these new things like mindfulness it, and it was like, and it's amazing. The effect is really good. Same thing with Pilates. I don't know if you like, but yeah. like Pilates is also, wow. You feel like the effects in the, after the class 
your hips flex <laughs> say why you haven't done this before <laughs> your your abs are gonna say see i told you I to told start you. this before <laughs> i told you yeah so i told you that i started cooking more and you know mm -hmm. doing different dishes and that was kind of initially that was where i was I focused my creativity to that side yeah. and I did three course meals every day. Hey. Do you, um, <laughs> is your creativity coming from a different place now? How, how are you stimulating this, this part of you? It's amazing to talk about that because creativity is one of the things that I try to, to put some fire almost every day. So, um, I always try to to spend some time with my with myself, listening to some different songs and trying to create choreography for that, or envision. I mean, working my own stuff, like envisioning a scene and what can evolve after that. I try to go like through um, small theater sketches that I create as well, some things more, yeah, more musical theater related, but some other things more for the television. Well, before lockdown, I feel like I, I think most artists, I, when you live in London, there's so many things happening and you meet so many different people. You meet so many different stories. I feel like I'm so I was I was struggling a little bit in the beginning of lockdown because I was like, I don't nothing's motivating me. You know, I was creative, but I couldn't find a source <laughs> for it. Then I started cooking and doing these things and helping yeah. my partner do her photography and her videography that kind of mm -hmm. you know I started doing other things than what I was doing creatively before you think this source of creativity has shifted or it's kind of you've kind of got I've there. always I've always given time of my life and space of my yeah of my life to my own craft to my own things mm -hmm. Even though you have a contract with Disney and you have a chosen week, yeah. the whole blah, blah, blah story. But now that I am not in the theater constantly, I have more time. And it's amazing to spend time creating with myself or with my partner, with another friend that think alike. And I think that's what I'm doing. I'm nourishing things that make me feel good, that, that gives me a sensation of pride that oh fuck i could finish the the sketch that i was planning oh i found a nice joke let me put this or i had the, the vision of the new opening of a show that i'm creating in my mind you know and these things are definitely getting stronger and stronger inside of me i don't know how it's going to be whenever like we are able to go back to work, but I won't um, let the work or the regular life yeah. that we seeking to be back. I am not that des desperate to be back to normal life. Definitely want to step into 
a new phase is going to be definitely a new normal. And I don't want to go back to, to the old Daniel before lockdown. I think this version of myself, it's much better. <laughs> it's much better. I was going to ask you if you think that if you think that this this year has shaped how you see yeah. your future. Yeah, yeah, I, for sure. I want to give more and more time and try to have like more association because definitely I know that I am not that good with having all the ideas by myself. So I am definitely looking forward to the partnership with other people that together is going to be a good team. But uh, I, am, I am so glad that I'm having time to, to focus in my, my things, things that I want to put on stage in 10 years time or when I, whenever I'm even older, but I am starting the shit now. <laughs> Can you tell me two valuable things that you've learned during this period? Number one, don't stress too much. <laughs> and like in any aspect that you can think, either about job, either about relationship and emotional life, don't stretch, don't stretch too much. <laughs> stretch a lot, you stretch. can do it. <laughs> stretch, you better stretch, bitch. <laughs> Don't stress in, in the sense of that, that urge that you need to fix the problem now. Um, anyway, yeah, I think don't, don't stress too much, number one. And number two, exchange good vibes and, and good things with people that can return you that 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 friend that's gonna put you forward that friend that's gonna that's gonna tell you off when you are doing something wrong that's great advice <laughs> yeah that's gonna give you advice of like oh i think you're drinking too much and you need to calm down those friend the friend that is gonna say i think you should go in that queue whenever everything reopened and go to the fucking audition at 6 a.m. I'm going to be there with you. We are going to get the fucking job. I think these people, we need to deliver and give much more of our love, of our time, um, because that's what I think we need to seek for. People that will make us go ahead make us forget the problems in our in our industry is lots of competition yeah so it can happen lots of like either jealousy or i got the job um that you're supposed to get or like i am better than you because or you are better than me because you turn one million pirouettes and i don't and things like that can happen. I think it's natural and we should look. We can admire this from our friends, from the people that we work with and get inspired to get better in like isolated things. Um, but I'm sure we, we will always have something as well to give. You know, we will inspire people as well. 
um, either with our uh, craft in, in, in the theater, but with um, the regular life as well, with giving a call and listening to a friend that's going through something. Yeah, I think you've given great advice. Do you have any anything else that you'd like to say to our fellow performers? To live life with balance, seeking to correct things that are wrong or that make you feel bad, that you actually think is not part of your character and personality. Like sometimes we are kind of forced to embrace and get and portray that musical theater performer attitude where I am really good and I can sing and I can dance and I can pirouette and I can be part of Cirque du Soleil and at the same time I sing like Celine Dion and it's such um it's such a heavy weight sometimes to have to be good in everything and we are not you know, really, really good in everything. There is always something. I think looking to yourself with a little bit more of kindness in this moment will definitely make you closer to where you want to be without the pressure to be good to anyone, but going to the ballet class. And this is an advice that I got from my ballet teacher in Brazil. He was like a mix father from Russia, but mom from, from Argentina. And his father used to teach him lots of ballet things, Vaganova, like deep, deep and really cool. And his advice for me, when I was like 17-ish, he said, the day that you stop taking the class for me or for the other classmates, you are gonna grow as a dancer. Take the class for yourself dance for you, do the whole frappe that is really complicated for everybody, for you. Enjoy the frappe section, laugh of, of your mistakes and embrace the pride whenever you did it really good and live through it. So I think the advice is to relax, keep focused, determined, don't be too hard to yourself step by step getting closer to our dreams to growing in the career and i think that's it and never stop dreaming huh? never 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 that's great <laughs> thank you so much this is it was great to speak to you it was great to hear all of your lockdown stories it was great to hear your advice too yeah no um it was great as well to speak to you we had the chance to meet by by house of jazz it was so cool to, to know that we both like speak Portuguese as well. And we, we were talking in class and now we are here in this musical cafe. And I hope we have more cafes and teas and, yes, hopefully. and chocolate cake. Well, thank you again. Thank you. Join me next time to listen to more inspiring conversations. You can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and follow this journey on Instagram and Facebook. I'm Mariana Sardo. Thank you for listening.